Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. So unfortunately, James is not here with us this week. I don't think he's going to be here next week either. But, you know, you're stuck with the two of us. (laughs) Yeah. 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 He'll be back eventually. It's funny because our first news story that we have i've been recently flying a little bit which it was fine and then i got sick so again um, (laughs) yeah i got sick again i think i have a another version of the flu but um i'm on the back end of it i'm coming out of it i was flying down to florida for work for the week i flew down i think it was what monday flew down Mm -hmm. monday and was in the plane and uh uh, you know, I put my phone in that that seat pocket the that's in pocket. front of you. Yeah, a little yeah. pocket that's got like all the little magazines and stuff. I put my phone in there. It was listening to my headset. I was crammed in the middle aisle because it was a it was kind of an unplanned flight. Had to get down there for work pretty quickly, so mm-hmm. didn't really get a good seat. And when I got off the plane, was going to get off the plane. I reached my hand in to grab my phone, and when I grabbed it, I was like, oh. And I I pulled out. It was a bunch of used tissues somebody oh. just some scumbag stuck their used tissues in the back of the seat so Ew. i didn't have any way of really like cleaning my hands or anything until a little a little while later so unfortunately i um about four days after that i think on thursday i was working and just noticed man i'm, I'm really running low on energy and it was funny it was because my knees were starting to hurt again and my middle of my back was starting oh, to no. cramp up again and yeah and i was really afraid that i was getting it again the flu because that's exactly what it felt like last time mm-hmm. um and i was hoping for the best i was hoping it was like dehydration because i was in florida or you know maybe i just hadn't been drinking enough water yeah. and um nope it was the flu so i'm, I'm on my way back out of it and getting better but that's that's uh, so nasty like they have garbage cans right outside once you get off the plane carry your nasty disgusting used tissues off the plane that's gross i mean especially i hate flying for that specific reason because i just feel like i always get something when i'm on a plane because people just are disgusting but yeah you know when you when you are sick at the very least, you know, take care of your own garbage, put it in your pocket or something. I mean, there's no reason you should be spreading your germs around like that, getting other people sick. So I, I don't know for a fact, but I would say if if there was any one particular thing that stood out, I would say that was probably it that would lead to me getting sick. So uh, like I said, I'm bouncing back. But the reference to our first story is that Nintendo is opening Switch lounges at U.S. airports. And I was thinking Ooh. that this would be really, really cool to experience. I, th- I think this is a great, great idea for them. You know, I, I had my Switch with me. I got to play a little bit on the way down. And it's just it makes a lot of sense to have access to a Nintendo Switch, to have people get hands on with a Switch, especially when they're in the airport with a lot of downtime and they're flying and it's just a it goes really, really well together. So starting February 13th, major airports across the US will provide Nintendo Switch on the go pop-up airport lounges. They will feature Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite consoles. 
And in addition to that, the switch, the the lounges are going to include comfortable seating. So obviously you can sit there and maybe play the switch that you brought or use the demo switches that they have. They're going to have charging ports, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have Nintendo Switch game demos playable in both handheld and TV mode. Some of the games that they're offering is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, Tetris 99, and a bunch of others. So I think that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a ton, a ton of sense. Now, if you do happen to go and you've played some of the demos and you're thinking, wow, I, I really want to pick this up, they have the opportunity to order consoles right there. And you'll get a free carrying case if you do order it from these pop-up shops. You can also get some of the games while you're there and other Nintendo merch, which I think is great. And just for visiting the pop-up shop, you get a free Nintendo Switch branded luggage hand like hand wrap thing that goes mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. luggage and yeah. $10 Target coupon. Uh, but you have to spend $75 at Target. You'll get the $10 off of that. So for me, I, I, would, do, I would love to see these. I'm not sure I'm ever going to be at any of the airports that have it because right now they've listed Dulles in Washington, Seattle, um, International Tacoma International Airport. So maybe Mott's will actually be able to visit that one. Mm-hmm. O'Hare in Chicago and Dallas in obviously Dallas. So mm-hmm. there you have it. There's four right now. None of those do I go to very often. I was I've been flying into maybe, maybe Chicago if I go west, um, but very rarely do I visit any of these four. So hopefully one of these days I'll get to see it, or maybe this is just a test. And we'll see these pop up in more airports, which I think would be great. Because I went to Atlanta, and that's a huge, huge, huge yeah. airport. And it, um, I'd be amazed if it didn't end up there at some point. I was surprised there aren't any on the East Coast, especially in New York. Mm-hmm. Only because, I, I mean, that's a very heavy traffic airport. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, like sure you said, maybe they'll expand. Yeah, I'm sure that, you know, they've, they're not small airports. So it's not yeah. that it's, it's, you know, they're and they're pretty well spread out. So mm-hmm. I would I would imagine they're they're pretty central hubs. These are these are definitely hubs, but they're just not any of the ones I go to. Yeah. Um but I, I, I think it will expand. I think these are just test locations. Yeah. I mean they're only out for about a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're gone. Yeah. March 29th they're gone. So yeah, we'll see what happens. It'd be cool if it was really successful and they ended up actually opening up full on lounges. Yeah, like if you awesome. have a switch, you can go on the lounge like while you're waiting for your layover or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I think cool. that'd be cool. I you know, yeah. I this one thing I wish with the switch, and I'm assuming they could do it, or maybe maybe if they were better with the app, but I would like to go into like stores or be able to go into the lounges like this and log on the Wi-Fi or so have some sort of location check-in where now I get stuff on my Switch, maybe custom avatars for my Switch. Or mm-hmm. if they ever do introduce backgrounds, it'd be really kind of fun to get custom backgrounds for my Switch. Yeah, um, I think things like that would be really, really cool. And they, they used to have it with the 3DS where it had like, you know, the location, you'd put it in your bag and you'd pass people and you'd swap mo- meat mitomos or whatever they were called the little me's mm-hmm. and like you would open it up in the me plaza and people would come and oh you passed 35 people today or something like that i think that is one of the features 
that I, I wish the switch had, you know, it is still yeah. a mobile device, even though they, they consider it a home console slash mobile. Um, but I, I think it would be really cool in this way, even if it was a reason to have the app, even if it was a reason for that app to be more useful, you know, you could use your phone's location and GPS and log in and, and check in at different locations and, and get stuff because the Pokemon, a little perk. Yeah. The Pokemon app that they have, kind of does that, you know, like you'll go to Best Buy and you'll get a Mewtwo because you checked in during this window or something like that, or mm-hmm. it, it knows you're in the the area. So I think that if they used it with the Nintendo app, it would be, it'd be great. This is like the perfect opportunity to do something like that too. So yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed that they are returning to E3 for 2020. Uh, originally, when E3 um, put their website up, I guess Nintendo wasn't on the list. So everybody was like, um, hello, <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they did confirm that they are going to be there. Um, Doug Bowser, a quote from him said, we look forward to participating in E3 2020. It is one of many ideal venues for us this year to interact with people in a social and immersive environment. Every year, we base our approach to E3 on the content we have to share. So, sounds like they're going to have a lot, a lot of stuff to show this year too. So, unfortunately, uh, Sony will not be attending. So, I mean, that could be good for Nintendo. Maybe they'll get more people interested. But uh, yeah, so a little reminder is that it is going to be June 9th to the 11th in LA this year. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't. I guess I wasn't surprised by that. I, I kind of just assumed they would, you know, because they're, they're never, I mean, they are there, but it's not like they do a big presentation. It seems like it's right. not it's a lot of It's mostly stuff work. on the floor. Yeah. 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 So the tree house, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that's their, that's their a big, big one thing. For them. But yeah. Yeah. I, I'm happy they're there. It would be odd if they're not. Sony wasn't there last year. So, I mean, the fact that they're not there this year doesn't. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big Sony guy, so I, I really right. don't care if Sony's there or not. And the the time they were there, I, I've always found their pressers to be kind of weird. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I think- it, it, the only the only thing that's weird about them not being there this year is because they're coming out with a new console. So to me, right. that's a yeah. little strange. It's like if if you're gonna go at any year, this seems like the year you would go. But I guess they just don't see value in it. Yeah, I, I thought the same exact thing because, I mean, obviously Xbox is going to be there showing out their new stuff. You'd think Sony would want to be doing the same thing, but they're being like, I guess, more secretive about it, I, I'm guessing, since that's why they're not going. But I think that's also, too, why people were so, like, confused as to why Nintendo wasn't on the list because they've had such a great year and they have so many great games coming out um, that it seemed weird that they weren't on the list on the website. So they're mm. like, oh, maybe it's just, it, it's just an error. They forgot to type their name on there. That's all it is. And it seems like, yeah, that's what the issue was. They weren't yeah. pulling a Sony. <laughs> no, nope. They'll be yeah. there. So that's good. So mm-hmm. another thing to look forward to. And, and speaking of things to look forward to, we have a few more SNES and NES games coming to switch online. So for the super SNES titles, we have, um, Konami's Poppin' Twin B, which is a top view shoot 'em up game, and they're calling it a cute 'em up shooter, which is pretty funny. It's just got like cutesy characters and stuff. That's February 19th, and on the same day is Smash Tennis 16 bit classic. So, there you have it. 
neither of those were released in the US. So now you can finally get your hands on them. I think that's pretty cool. And then for the NES titles, we have Shadow of the Ninja, which is a classic side-scrolling action platformer, and Boat Duel, Eliminator Boat Duel, which is a powerboat racing game. So if these are uh, your your jam, you finally got them. You finally got them in the collection. Like I said, I I don't I very rarely play any of these things, so I'm happy that the collection keeps getting bigger and bigger. But it's just I just I just don't uh, take advantage of it. I'm happy for the people that are happy to get board games like this. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, but me, myself, I'm not really happy for myself. <laughs> um, so now jumping into the Pokemon news of the week, uh, Pokemon Home is now available for the Switch, iOS, and Android. Um, I know last week we talked about this potentially being part of a Direct, but unfortunately we are in like the biggest Nintendo Direct drought ever. They haven't even announced the one for February yet. Now maybe we won't even get one for February. <laughs> um, but I guess we'll see what happens with that. But yes, Pokemon Home is available. You don't have to wait for a direct. Um, it's free to download. And we mentioned, I think it was in episode 93, two podcasts ago, that you know we, we did a breakdown of the plans and discussed uh, what you can actually do between the apps. There's a basic plan and a premium plan. I'm not going to really go too in-depth into it because no details have changed based on what we previously talked about. Um, but one thing I will mention is it's worth downloading because the first time you launch the app on iOS and Android, you get one of the uh, Kanto starters for free. So you'll get either Charmander, Squirtle, or Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. And then on Switch, you will get a free Pikachu. Cool. So yeah, free yeah. free stuff, free Pokemon. Why not? Yep. <laughs> I, I like it. I uh, I downloaded it and started started going through it. I haven't finished the login process. It asks for like you know the birthdays and the regions and the, oh yeah, you log in with your Nintendo account and all that stuff. But I have logged in and I started using it, and we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll uh, I'll give it a test. I know that it's. I mean, it's fairly inexpensive to, you know, to use. I think it's what, like $3 for the for a month if you want to yeah. at least play with the full premium It's like $15 setup. for a year, I think. Yeah. And, Not uh, too basic, bad, but... I'm going to stick with basic. And then if I feel, you know, oh, I could really do something with premium for a month, I would maybe buy it for a month and then do whatever I got to do and then go back to the basic. But, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's free for the, you know, for the basic. Why not at least download it and get your free Pokemon? I'm excited for this because speaking of Pokemon, we have mentioned already that the there's a new mythical Pokemon that's going to be coming out and it's going to be for like the Pokemon Day or whatever. And it's wrapped in with that Pokemon movie, Coco, that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Well, they have given a silhouette for what this new mythical Pokemon is. Their full reveal will be on February 27th. So I think that's pretty cool. But the silhouette they show, I would say is kind of maybe monkey-ish. I yeah. would I would say I could see a monkey-ish. Some people are saying it's like a werewolf, which I could maybe see. That would be kind of cool. If you watch the trailer, the character in the trailer has like these arm um, bracelet things on. And this Pokemon has very similar shapes around its forearms. So maybe that character transforms into this Pokemon and then it would be kind of werewolf-ish. But from the silhouette, Mm -hmm. it looks very cool. I'm just hoping that when it's not a silhouette and it's fully revealed, it has like, I don't know. Because it kind of has like a Mr. Mime head to me a little bit. And I'm hoping Uh it's not just like some weird 
stupid face, but the silhouette looks cool and I think it has a lot of potential. So I'm hoping for the best because I think this would be a cool one to, to grab. Yeah, and I think too, I immediately thought some sort of monkey, chimpanzee, Pokemon just because of the environment. It's like mm-hmm. in the rainforest for at least what I saw for the movie. Yeah. So maybe it's like vines around its arms, which are mimicking the wrapping of the main character, whatever. But yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely went towards like leaf, Pokemon, monkey, grass, something like that. But well, I wonder though because with Sword and Shield. You know, you had the grass okay. monkey already. So I don't know. I mean, it might be something totally different because I can see where you're getting that. But yeah. then it's just exactly like what they already have in there as the starter I, Pokemon. Yeah, that's the thing, though, with Pokemon. that Like, sometimes they do stuff like that. Yeah. Where true. it's like, oh, this is like pretty much really similar to a Pokemon you already gave me. But then sometimes they mix it up and they really surprise you. So they really keep you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, what's not great is mm-hmm. is when people do things to the game and they hack it and they ruin it for other people, which has been happening. happening. <laughs> uh, apparently, there's been a few tricky, mean people that have created kind of an attack using glitched Pokemon through the surprise trade. So they'll, they'll make these Pokemon and then they'll just put it in the surprise trade. You'll get it and it'll be all like glitched out and messed up. And if you release it, like your game will just crash. Like it just it, it's just so mean. <laughs> so you can't access any online features be, via the Ycom and you can't do any online interactions until there's a patch release to fix this. Um but fortunately trading the hack Pokémon if you open it it'll only cause temporary inconvenience. Um your save data won't be corrupted so you could like open a past save. Um well, so after you get it, it will crash and it will like cause your game to have issues, but you can release the Pokemon afterwards and, and you should be okay. Mm-hmm. But just it's one of those things. Where, why is why are people doing this? Why? Like you're just being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. So so I don't really understand what they're doing to get these glitched Pokemon. So somebody creates yeah. a glitch Pokemon, then mm-hmm. you go into surprise trade and find that you get this glitched Pokemon pokemon in your thing uh-huh. it just by getting it it starts causing inconveniences yeah. whatever is happening and then you have to release it after that i just yeah. don't understand what's the what's the point of causing like what's the point why are you wasting people's time with this crap uh, that that's my exact thinking too you're just causing issues for people you're ruining people's interaction on, i mean online is already messed up enough you don't yeah. need to make it worse people <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't see a point in annoying. Like, you, because the surprise trade was was a. I really enjoy that feature, and I can see where Pokemon would eventually be like, "Well, that didn't work." So yeah, you had too many people ruining stuff. I don't know. I just don't I wonder, see a point in this. I wonder if Pokemon Home, you'll see issues like that popping up more too. Uh, probably because i'm sure they're gonna figure out some way maybe i shouldn't say say this because someone will take the idea but <laughs> yeah. I, I mean i'm sure people they just for whatever reason that they like know. ruining things yep yeah um so nintendo's recently been called out for not putting enough resources into its Smash Brothers gaming scene after winning smash summit nine one hungry box d by Bidma, I don't know, 
uh, he won the Smash Summit 9, and he basically said that Nintendo needs to step up and start supporting it more. He knew it was a shot in the dark by even saying anything. He knows that the, you know, Nintendo mm-hmm. doesn't really he doesn't really love, I guess, esports for for because it's Nintendo. But he basically <laughs> said, look, you have games like Fortnite, you have games that are all these other games that really support this community. And we are just kind of grassroots and just do it all on our own. No, there's nobody here supporting us. And and we are like championing a game that you produce. Why don't you just kind of back this up a little bit? But Nintendo in in the past and has said that they just really are not into kind of supporting this world. Uh, Sakurai has actually said that the philosophy behind these esports doesn't go in line with Nintendo's philosophy and that some of these players are playing for the prize money. It comes to a point where they're playing the game for the money. And I feel that kind of direction doesn't coincide with Nintendo's views of what games should be. And Nintendo president Shintaro Furukawa actually said based on you know, very similar viewpoint. He said esports in which players compete on stage for prize money as an audience watches demonstrates one of the wonderful charms of video games. It's not that we're opposed to it so that our games can be widely enjoyed by anyone, regardless of experience, gender, or age. We want um, we want to be able to participate in a wide range of different events. Our strength differentiates us from other companies is that different worldview, not an amount of prize money. So I don't really get what he's saying there, but basically yeah. they just don't seem to be supporting esports for whatever reason. They don't like the idea that you get prize money for doing it, and it's just not that family fun that Nintendo is apparently uh, known for. It kind of seems like it, it was an oversight on Nintendo to not support it, and now because they've probably gone on so long not supporting it, they feel like they have to take a stand and not support it. <laughs> like, that's kind of what their reasoning feels like to me, because it's not a real solid reason. Like I, it, I, it'd be it, so smart from a marketing standpoint to support esports, especially for Smash Brothers. This game has been a Nintendo staple game for so long. Yeah, but it's Nintendo, yeah. and yeah. Nintendo likes to do weird things a lot of the times. I mean, they're always, why haven't they made more Joy-Cons that are like custom and different mm-hmm. so people can customize their Switch? Why haven't they come out with folders yet to organize your games? And your, It's Nintendo. They just yeah. don't, they do some things that are amazing and they do some things that are just really, really dumb. And you have a game that people play and, and, and you know, Juan here has been, was talking about Melee, which is an older smash game. You got people supporting your stuff and it just doesn't, it's Nintendo. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really sometimes the best look at their, look at their app. What's the point of using it? It's, it's Nintendo. That's the way they do things. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. But... It's just kind of, it, it gets to be very frustrating. And I think a lot of the times I, I think a lot of the times that's why people don't consider Nintendo products to be for the adult gaming community because I don't think Nintendo uh, can be taken serious a lot of times because the way they they do things. Um, I think sometimes they, the, you know, look at their online. Look at the there's, there's mm-hmm. just a lot of examples of stuff they do really really odd things with, and a lot of adult gamers kind of look at it as a toy for children, and it's unfortunate because it's there's there's 
it's not, but Nintendo just needs to step it up in other ways. And it's just not their way. It's just not what they do. Yeah. Well, I guess that does it for this week's news. <laughs> uh, and now I'm going to move on to the top 10 bestsellers of the week. In first place, we have Thief Simulator. It was 90% off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that had yeah. to be on sale. <laughs> yeah, uh, it uh, it definitely took over just all of the list because I think it was like eight or nine last week. So, mm-hmm. yep, definitely jumped up there. Uh, second place is Animal Crossing pre-order. Uh, third place is Just Dance 2020. Fourth is Spyro Reignited Trilogy. I believe that was also 50% off. And then fifth is Minecraft. Sixth is Cuphead. Seventh, Stardew Valley. Eighth, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Ninth, Mario Rabbids. And tenth, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, which I'd never heard of before. <laughs> and that was on sale as well. You never uh, heard of Phoenix Wright? No. Oh, okay. Missing out. Am That's I really, it. or is that a joke? No, a lot of people oh, okay. love it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, Spyro, the Spyro obviously would be a good one. I could see that jumping up, yeah. Especially if it's fifty percent off, because I think you know it'd be great to get in on that trilogy. It's something I've been wanting for quite a while. And then a lot of these others, you know, are here. Mario Rabbids. I know they had a big sale going on with all of their titles, um, mm-hmm. so that would be a, a great one for people to jump in on. Yeah, bunch of good stuff. Thief Simulator has really crappy reviews, so it's funny that it's you know. Even for 90% off, it's funny that it's uh, jumped up to first place. Yeah, that always happens, though. There's, like, one game that is, like, 90 or, like, 98% off. We saw that one time, and people are just like, oh, yeah, I'll just give them money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if it's – if being whatever its price is puts mm-hmm. it under a dollar, you kind of just figure, well, how – it it had to be pretty terrible. It's got to be worth a dollar. Yeah. And uh, maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's worth a dollar. So – you know, people are jumping on it because it's been in their mm-hmm. wish list. I, I think it was a game that I was looking into for a little while. And then once I started looking around, I was like, oh, this this is not not very good. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for me, I won't even spend the dollar just because I know that it's, it's not supposed to be very good at all. I feel like, too, Cuphead has, has to be in the top 10 the most, like the longest of yeah, almost all these games. It's been a while. I mean, Minecraft yeah. has been there for like 30 years. Uh, Stardew Valley seems like it's always there. Yeah. I would say Have those are ahead Cuphead? of Cuphead. No. Mm, okay. No, I haven't. It's it's Alrighty. on the wish list, but um, just not enough time. Yeah, you have a lot of games you have to play. Yeah. So that gets us to new releases that we're into this week. And to be 100% honest, I mean, there's games, there's games coming out, but mm-hmm. nothing that we really, we went through the list and everything's kind of mediocre to be 100% honest. One, the only thing that's a standout that we wanted to mention was on February 20th, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition for $20 comes out. So obviously, you know, this is a big big game worth mentioning but everything else uh, it's just not that good or at least it's not in in appealing for us i guess is the best way to put it because there could be stuff in here that people cannot wait for but for us you know th- there's just nothing there worth mentioning and that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show what you playing yeah unfortunately i didn't get a chance to really play much at all this week <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I know. I I wanted to uh, finish up 
uh, seventh sector. Mm-hmm. And I, it's one of those, I'm at the, one of those parts right now where like, I'm so close to the end and I know exactly what I need to do. Like I started the puzzle and I know what I have to go through to finish it, but I just haven't set aside the time to sit down and finish it. And then after that, I have a whole like list of games that I want to go through and play a little bit. So hopefully this week I have a little more time to devote to my switch, but nice. yeah. What about you? Well- uh, kind of the same boat where I, I did put in some time uh, battle chasers when I was on the flight, making some small progress with that. But other than that, with work and then getting sick, it's very much the same. Just haven't had yeah. enough time to play games. Um, you know, this this same reason this episode's a little bit short is I think you're, you've been feeling a little under the weather. I'm feeling a little mm-hmm. under the weather. So it's going tra- around. <laughs> yeah, it's been going around. Yeah. Um, so it just hasn't ha- haven't had the time. Haven't had the time to play yeah. too much, but we'll see. We, you and I are both busy with our, our design business and we've got work mm-hmm. that we've been doing. So once we get a handle on some of our projects, we will be able to play some more games and keep reporting back to everybody. So I think that's it. It's a very, it's a, one of our yeah. shortest episodes in probably months. Um, wow. Yeah. Very, <laughs> very quick. We burned right through it. There wasn't a yeah. whole lot of news, which was kind of a nice break. There was some small stuff here and there. And mm-hmm. like I said, there's just not a lot of games worth mentioning and we didn't get to play a lot. So that's what happens. Yeah. Um, Ho- hopefully we get a direct this next week. <laughs> Something yeah, Nintendo, please. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it might yeah. even happen in March. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. I, I would imagine there's still going to be an Animal Crossing Direct before it comes out. But you would think, w- right? We will see. We will see. Maybe, maybe they don't have a lot to say about the game. I don't know. Maybe there's, you know, maybe it could go one or two ways. I guess they could just assume people are excited and they don't need to hear more. Or there's just not that much to say about it. It's maybe just more of the same. All right. Well, that wraps up the show. Uh, if you would like to write us at Nintendo Dispatch, you can go over to NintendoDispatch.com and feel free. You can also find us on Twitch and Discord from our website. And if you use Twitter and you'd like to tweet to us, you can go to our Twitter handle at Dispatch Podcast and reach us there. We're constantly around so you can feel free to chit chat with us and uh, maybe even jump in and play some games with us thank you everybody for listening and that does it for us this week and this has been your nintendo dispatch